0: hey what's going on everyone wanted to have a discussion about shame and uh, thank you Aditya for bringing this to light Uh, i wrote a a pretty vulnerable article on my blog davidsonhang.com so i wanted to elaborate a little bit more on the purpose of why i wrote it so i think you know we all go through different stages we all go through some sort of guilt and shame um there was one. I even had an instance yesterday where I, I had an uncomfortable conversation with my mom and made her cry. And obviously, like that's never a good feeling. But I was able to stick to my my boundaries and stand for something. So, so yeah, I'm gonna go through. Um, I watched this video that I, I'll post a link to it underneath, um, where a guy who was African-American and um, gay, talked about his experience about, you know, he was one of three black kids in his school and he felt very different. And then when he went to a school that was majority black, actually he was being picked on more so by his people of, of his color than when he was at a a, a, white, um, a predominantly white school. So I'm gonna go do uh, ten things that I want you to know, and ten things that I don't want you to know. So what I want you to know is that you know I'm I'm inherently a good person, and I, I do a lot of social, a lot of charity work and social impact work. What I don't want you to know is that. I think it all stems from um, a place of, um, because I, f- I felt like I didn't have the resources. So I'm creating um, abundance and resources through giving to nonprofits and donating to nonprofits. But it all came from a place of, uh, I feel like I didn't have like strong mentors and, and stuff growing up as a, as a, ch- as a child. But I realized I did. Um, I just wasn't able to see it, and um, felt like I had lack. For instance, with my mom, she always showed love, um, and she showed it in different ways than what I, than you know, what some would consider like a responsible adult. For instance, she spends a lot of mo- uh, money on us, like buying food, even though she should be saving up for retirement. So that's it's interesting to see to reflect on how awesome my mom is but when i was younger i wasn't able to see that so i found that very interesting um two what i want you to know is that i work out and i am very fit what i don't want you to know is it came from a place of lack and insecurities of uh trying to disprove that like asians can be fit as well and Sometimes I do it from a place of like, well, I could show them, I could prove to you that Asians are can be athletic and can be fit. And this is interesting because, you know, when you come from a place of lack, it it, it, it can be disempowering or it can be empowering. It depends on how you choose to 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 use it and frame it. Three. Uh, what I want you to know is that. We have an awesome relationship, Samantha and I. You can see the minis and the the Mickey in the back. You know, we, we have a lot of cute things where, you know, when she's mad at me, the Minnie will face the other way and the Mickey will face the other way. And it's kind of adorable. It's cute. What I don't want you to know is that, you know, our relationship was actually one of the last things to shift out of all the different cool things that I'm up to. It it took a while for me to open up my heart because um, when my dad left us and when I moved away from California, I was so heartbroken that I vowed to always have control. So that's a practice I'm choosing and I'm working on. And it's not always easy, but it's something that is very fulfilling. And yeah, I'm very grateful for her and our relationship. Four, what I want you to know is that I currently live in Manhattan in the middle of Midtown East. What I don't want you to know is that there was a lot of shame in just leaving Manhattan and amidst this COVID crisis because I, I do feel an affinity towards my city and I want to do whatever it is to support it and I want to be there during the tough times, especially times like this. So, yeah, there was a lot of shame and guilt associated with it. I guess what you would call survivor's guilt where, you know, people are dying left and right. Um, You know, maybe that's a dramatic way of of, of viewing things. But, you know, I was fortunate enough that I could go to Princeton and live in in a really nice house during this whole time. Pandemic five. What I do want you to know is that I'm 33 years old and what i don't want you to know is even there's still times where i compare myself to others like for instance i'm the oldest guy on my team and i know when i initially like heard everyone's age i was like wow like some of these people just barely have graduated from college and there was some embarrassment there but honestly it doesn't matter we're all at our own pace in life and even if I'm quote unquote not where I should be at my age. Um, I'm very upon reflecting this morning, I'm very grateful for the opportunities and how far I've gone in the last 33 years. So honestly, I am truly truly happy to be where I am. Number six. Uh what I want you to know is <laughs> that I'm a I'm a Mac fan now. I'm an Apple fan. It was funny. So what I don't want you to know is it's funny because I, I try to be so rebellious and it's funny how, you know, you, you just want to, it's like some people just want to rebel, right? So I, I was always like, like why why would I want to like do what everyone else does? Like I could be different, but after using like an iPhone for like, I got an iPhone for work, one of my previous jobs and then using a Macbook pro now i'm like wow it's it's actually pretty awesome so it's interesting when you when you stop resisting and just give in number seven what what i want you to know is that uh i am asian so i'm vietnamese american what i don't want you to know is that I realize I'm the only Vietnamese person at LinkedIn in an office in New York City, an office full over over 1,000 people. So sometimes I feel like an outsider. I feel different. And even though others may not view me that way, that's how I see myself. And because of that, um, I always feel like I have to try harder to fit in. Number eight. Uh, I want you to know that... I am a YouTuber and a blogger. And well, number eight, what I don't want you to know is like some of these were some of the hardest things that I've ever had to do that I ever got to do because I was always afraid of being vulnerable and and the feedback that you might get Right, you might get weird comments where people might not necessarily agree with what you say. And that, that kills me for someone who is always seeking validation. Uh, number four, I want you to know that that I, I love you. You know, I, I think one of the cool things about me is I inherently love pretty much everyone. And what I don't want you to know is that I, I tend to leave when I, when I have the upper hand. For instance, a lot of my previous jobs, I left at the apex where I've reached a certain level of I guess, success. And I tend to bail out when, when that happens because I don't want to get my heart broken again. So, you know, it's something that I would want you guys to hold me accountable to. Um, and number 10, lastly, I want you to know that I <laughs> it's it's a kind of ironic, right? Because I, I use media so much and I work for a media company in LinkedIn. And yet what I don't want you to know is like how much I distrust media and I have this weird relationship with media, how I used to not be able to read the sad comments of what's going on because it was harder for me to deal with reality and be with re- reality and pain and discomfort. So I, I had my, one of my survival mechanism was is to be overly optimistic and at times you know, sometimes you have to deal, you have to accept the truth before you can come up with a game plan. So I hope you enjoyed this. Let me know what your takeaways from this. And if you're willing to do this yourself, that'd be awesome. Please let me know. Cheers, everyone. Have a great Monday.